Guys, it's the time we gotta start the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just for wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Steve. I'm Dally. Guys, it's been a while. It's been about two months since we put a show out, and I do apologize for that. Uh, it is, uh, it is that time where, like, you know, we're all like doing new things with our lives. They're kind of interfering with everything, uh, but we're getting back on track. Uh, obviously, me and Dally are here today, uh, and then hopefully the next episode, uh, does Jay will be back and. We're just going to try doing the best we can with uh, all our situations, our schedules and everything to try to bring you a show every single week once again, starting with this one. Now, Elephant in the Room, I think we should address this right off the bat from the very beginning. Yes, that's right. I have no more beard. It is sad. It sucks. I feel very, very weird actually doing the show, staring at myself in the (laughs) recording, knowing that I am beardless and it sucks and I hate it. But hey, I got a job that requires me to have none of it. So, yeah, well, I told you you just shave them all because you look weird now, with the mustache. No, so. the mustache is starting to grow, uh, grow on me, uh, literally and uh, figuratively. I'm starting to enjoy it more. I'm growing this little soul patchy thing back with it, so it's starting to become its own new looking thing. So uh, I already changed my Bitmoji on Snapchat to reflect my new facial hair. Absolutely love it. This is the first uh, video release of uh travesty without uh the beard uh, as it uh pertains to uh freak don't you have to wear a mask though i do that's what requires but then why did you have to shave if you have to do mask covers it anyways because the mask has to have a seal from the nose all the way down to the chin so yeah yeah goofy policies goofy rules but hey guess what beards don't pay the bills yet so uh, I'm here. I'm beardless. Uh, hopefully, we can all get over it and move on in the future. And I think my hat's crooked. I don't talk about it. I think it's a little bit better. Who knows? I think the uh, symmetry of my face is off because the beard's gone. It might be. That's probably it. Dahlia's going to be back with you. Uh, we haven't uh, had a chance to talk in a while. Uh, it's unfortunate. I get it. You must be very sad and hurt about that. But now we're here. We're talking. We're enjoying uh, each other and uh, company. And uh, obviously, because we've been gone for two months, a lot of stuff has happened in wrestling. Uh, so we're just going to take the opportunity now to kind of catch up on a lot of things that have happened over the past couple months, uh, some of the things that have occurred uh, in WWE. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had really a big chance to kind of catch up on AEW and Impact Wrestling. That's more of a Dizzle J thing. But hopefully by next time, uh, the flow of how everything's going to work out gets back to normal. So we're going to take the opportunity now to kind of talk about all the stuff that happened in WWE, get my views on it, get Dally's views on it, and also talk a little bit about Southland Championship Wrestling and what's been going on with that and some upcoming things that we do have in the works. We just haven't had an opportunity to actually put it forward and actually make it happen yet. So before we dive into any of that, I do got to remind you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling is brought to you by BallWash.com. It is the one-stop shop for all male hygiene products that apparently women also enjoy to use as well. If you go to BallWash.com, check out all their amazing products they have to offer. Fill up your cart with all your merchandise. Use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, and it'll save you 15% on your entire order. Uh, JFW is part of FreakNet Studios. Make sure you check out FreakNetStudios.com and see all the, else, uh, all the other podcasts that are associated with the network. 
Did you do that on one breath? Kinda. <laughs> Crushed it. All right. Uh, now, before we begin on what we're doing, uh, anything you want to kind of catch up us on? What you've been up to? How you've been doing? Uh, anything wrestling related uh, that you want to share with us before we dive in to kind of what's been going on in the wrestling world and what our views are on it? That's the answer I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, that... nothing. Not again. Not again. I, I think I covered it all. You're you're really good at I... asking the questions, so. Okay, uh, one of the biggest things, and this isn't going to be in any particular order. We're not going to start from uh, August 30th and moving on up. I'm just going to kind of pull the things that I remember happening. That I would love to get the views of Dally on and everything, because I know my views. You guys know my views, yet, but I'm going to give you my views. I'm going to get Dally views on this stuff as well. Uh, I guess the first thing, the biggest thing to happen in DDE uh, over the past couple of months uh, that we haven't had a chance to talk about is the DDE draft. Now, uh, Back uh, before, obviously, they did do a draft before when SmackDown moved over to Fox and all that stuff. Uh, but some of the drafts did kind of incorporate NXT. Now, this one really didn't do that. It just kind of incorporated the wrong SmackDown uh, brand. Uh, they did kind of try to focus on keeping tag teams together and moving them back and forth. But we did see a couple teams kind of split due to the draft. And a couple other things that kind of occurred during uh, some of the storylines. So my biggest question is for you first. How do you feel about drafts overall in wrestling? Do you think that it's just a fun little goofy thing to do? Do you think they need to kind of mix up the wrestlers to kind of keep the storylines uh, kind of, you know, fresh and new? I definitely feel like the drafts are necessary. I mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit of change. Change is good. I mean, I don't think that having the same superstars on the same show for years on end would... I mean, I just think that drafts are necessary i've i mean i've been used to it growing up i always watch the drafts yeah but the, the, i guess uh do they really need to do a draft like couldn't they easily just say you know they started raw and all of a sudden now you see you know AJ random Sounds new person yeah. on the show yeah, do you i mean really i guess they could draft? because realistically but... if they wanted to they could have gone back to even before the the brand extensions and the, all the, the brand splits and just wrestlers wrestle on either show whenever like they could go back to that I don't know. I guess to me, I guess the draft does kind of add a little bit of something different to the show. It kind of gives it more of that that sports aspect of it rather than just like the entertainment aspect of it. Um, I do I do think they need to include NXT in that though. I mean, I I kind of liked how I think it was was it 2019, I believe the Survivor Series had NXT associated yes. with it. Yeah, uh, which I do want to talk about that. Uh, the Survivor Series has come up and I believe, I believe it's three weeks uh Two weeks or three weeks uh, from uh, today, but um, I, I can't think believe it's been a year already. That's crazy. I know, right? I mean, and I, th- I think I, COVID's kind of fucked up a lot of things. I mean, it kind of this caused, year's just weird. Yes, yeah, this is great. It's a it's 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 one of those uh, years that like everything fucks up. You know, people are getting sick. I'm losing my beard. It's just it's just a, it's a travesty for everyone. Um, but I do think they need to incorporate NXT into it. I do think there's a lot of talent down there that they need to pull up. Like Keith Lee. Keith Lee came up and, uh, came up from NXT, uh, over the past couple months. I think that should be included in the draft. Uh, they should have definitely done that. But, um, do you think NXT should have been included? For sure. Okay. Uh, Survivor Series has come up in about three weeks. Now, this go, it went back to Raw vs. SmackDown. NXT is not even included in it again. Do you believe NXT should have been included in the... Survivor Series, kind of like how they did last year. You know, I feel like maybe if they were to do that, it probably would have been the same as last year. Same people. They don't. They didn't really end anyone new to NXT since last year, so. 
Yeah, I mean, they did have Kieran Cross, who unfortunately did get injured. He is out uh, probably for maybe another, like, nine months. Uh, he would have been a great uh, person to put in a triple threat match against uh, current champion Randy Orton and Roman Reigns. I think that would have been pretty cool to see. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't mind to have seen, because, uh, like, I think the current uh, North American champion right now is... Johnny won it last night. Did he? Okay, so Johnny. I think Johnny, Sami Zayn, and um, Bobby Lashley probably would have been a decent match. Um, tag teams, I, I don't know. I, would, I don't know if I'd be a big fan of a triple threat tag team, though. But uh, the women's, I mean, that would have been cool to see. I, mean, I, assume, I haven't seen uh, NXT Halloween Havoc yet, but I assume Io Shirai is still champion. Mm-hmm. Io Shirai taking on Sasha, taking on Asuka. That would have been great to see. Uh, how did how did you did you get a chance to watch Hell in a Cell this past Sunday? Some of it, not all of it. Did you watch the uh, the Bailey Sasha Banks Hell in a Cell match? Did not. Okay, so we won't talk about that. Did you watch the? Jordan... All I know is that I was upset about it. I wasn't happy. You know I don't like Sasha. Everyone knows I don't like Sasha. Yeah, so but, let's just. But not... Did Bailey need to be champion still? Yeah. Did she need to be champion still though? She had it for over a year. So. Okay. Why does Sasha deserve it? Four horsewomen. I think Charlotte's going to come back for Survivor Series. I think they still need to do the Four Horsewomen uh, match. I think they need to be a mega faction, like Evolution or DX, NWO, stuff like that. Legacy you could throw in there if you really consider Ted DiBiase and Cody Rhodes to be in that pinnacle at that time. But I would love to see the Becky, Charlotte, uh, Bailey, Sasha, heel kind of faction just tearing through fucking... Uh, yeah, but that wouldn't work right now because who knows how long Becky's going to be out. And between the Sasha and Bailey thing right now, they're not going to be eye- on eye-to-eye for a while. Yeah, but I'm, so. just saying, like, I'm just saying like down the road. Because, I mean, they got they got four women. They got four championships, you know, between the tag team, the Raw, and SmackDown. Um, they could easily go through all three fa- uh, companies. And especially like right now with Baszler and Nia Jax being, um, being like SmackDown, uh, WWE Tag Team Champions. What team could you put up against them to where it would look like a legit win, not just some story story booking, you know? Yeah. I'm really asking you, like, what team do you think would uh, would could, could actually compare to them? It really isn't. We saw. Mandy- I was. I mean, I I have nothing. I like. I like Baszler and Jax, both as wrestlers, but like like we talked about before, I just don't like when they just like throw random teams together. Like, yeah, that. it's it's kind of like in the early uh, the early two thousands when. Um, Okay, what was it? Uh, Undertaker and Big Show were tag team champions, or Kane and Big Show were tag team champions. Like, when you put these two powerhouses together as tag teams, like, who do you put up against them to win the tag team? You have to kind of, like, form together another BS tag team to kind of have them win, or you throw them in a triple threat or fatal four way match, and they lose it without being pinned. So they could do something like that. I'm not a big fan of that stuff either. Uh, I think it was this past Raw. It was either this past Raw or the, uh, Raw before. They kind of had like that fatal four-way uh, non-title tag team match where we saw Peyton Royce team up with um, Lacey Evans because obviously we've seen Iconics uh, divide uh, at the end of August. Uh, they disbanded. Billy Kay's now on SmackDown, but we saw uh, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce together as a tag team. We see Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks together as a tag team. We see the Riot Squad, which is the only true tag team that's supposed to be there. And then obviously uh, Baszler and Nia. So... Talk to me a little bit about how you feel about these women kind of just being thrown together. Like, do you feel it's just to give them something to do, or do you think they're actually trying to, like, build something off of them? It depends on the tag team you're talking about, I feel like. Because, I mean, I feel like maybe Dana and Mandy, they actually 
look like they could be a team together. They mm-hmm. actually clash. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, if you put together a team like Lacey and Peyton, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah. you kind of just made this whole, like, break off of the tag team with Peyton and Bailey, and then you put her in another tag team? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, it, that that was kind of weird. I was hoping, I'm, I'm hoping that's just a one-off thing. Um, I don't know what their plan is going forward with Peyton and Bailey, if they're now just going to be kind of, like, like, just there to hopefully build up to something. I don't see them being, like, championship material just yet, maybe in a couple years. But I, I think I think they were great as a tag team because just like the male competitors, you need a tag team division. And you had the Riot Squad. You had uh, you had uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. You had, uh, I don't know if they call themselves Retribution anymore, but you also saw... Uh, Iconics, you know, together, like, as actual tag teams, you know? And I know that there was that brief period where uh, Natalia and Lana were tag teams. Now I believe Natalia's over at SmackDown, so they're not together anymore. It's just, like, it almost feels like, you know, they want to give the women uh, competitors, like, their time on screen, but the only way they can do that is just throw together these ridiculous fucking tag teams. Yeah. So, hopefully that changes. Hopefully they start developing more tag teams. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone like in like NXT who could be a great tag team. I thought maybe with Tony Storm come come to NXT, I would love to see maybe Tony Storm team up with uh, Rhea Ripley and have some kind of like punk kind of tag team. I mean, they could go for the NXT tag team titles. I wouldn't because I know they say that the tag team titles could be uh, defended across all three brands. We haven't seen an NXT team as champion yet, so I think that'd be pretty cool to see. Yeah, that'd be a team I can totally get yeah. behind. How do you feel about uh, Mustafa Ali uh, leading um, Retribution? It kind of threw me for a loop. I was not expecting that at all. Um, but, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I haven't watched... I mean, when Retribution kind of started, I really wasn't behind the whole idea. I wasn't a fan of it at all. It kind of seemed like they're just playing off all the riots and shit that are happening in real life. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And... Now I feel like they kind of, like, had some people in it. Now I feel like some people aren't in it anymore that were originally in it, which is confusing. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, as a group, I mean, I, I Mustafa Ali is a great wrestler, great mm-hmm. talent all around. I just don't think it was really... I mean, he was over for, for a while. I mean, I don't think throwing him as a leader in between this random huge group that no one even really knows the people in. I mean, a few people from NXT, but... They weren't really, really well known. No, and I, to me, it doesn't even seem like it was like it doesn't seem like that was the plan all along. It seems like they, they kind of realized, hey, we need a leader who should do it, and they kind of just randomly like picked a name out of a hat or just pointed something like, hey, you're not doing anything, let's have you do it. Uh, I think one of the goofiest things about it is uh, they picked Mustafa Ali, who is from you know Chicago, and Chicago is one of those big riot cities you know that you know the shit occurred in so i think it's kind of interesting how they happen to do that because it does kind of coincide with the whole major cities burning down because people have different views and shit mustafa just seems like i don't see him being the right person i can see him being the right person to be part of it i can see ricochet being part of it like the guys who are sitting around doing nothing but as a leader it just never really made sense to me um but i don't know i know now they're doing this whole big thing with there we go Fiend and Alexa Bliss. How do you feel about that going on? I like it. I mean, yeah. I'm not happy that it kind of pulls Alexa away from 
competing, like wrestling wise. I'm not really happy about that because Alexa is one of my favorites mm-hmm. in in ring competitors. But I think she's a great fit for that. You know that part. I, yeah. She does a great job, but I mean, I don't know really where they're going with it or what they're gonna do. But do you, you think they're gonna throw her in a fiend mask? No, why? I don't, I don't know. know. No, well, I mean, because like she's slowly evolving into that world. Like, Maybe why, she'll have her own like a female, fiend. like a female fiend mask kind of thing. Maybe a little bit different from his, but maybe, yeah. like, along the lines of it. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. Because, like, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, which, when they did the whole swamp match between Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, and there was that, um... That's know, when she first came into the picture, right? Yeah, that, like, hallucination of, yeah. like, Alexa being there and everything. And I didn't think that was going to go anywhere. I thought it was just kind of, like, a, a weird ploy to get Braun, like, involved in it. Because weren't they, they were like partners in the Mixed Match Challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah, Team Little Big, whatever that they call themselves. But now it's like, now Alexa is part of that, but Braun has nothing to do with that. Like, it just seems like a fucking waste. Like, they should have had Braun actually want to fight for Alexa to kind of pull her back. And then they, I think they could have had a long drawn out feud, a feud between the Fiend and Braun Strowman. Now it's kind of like, you know, Braun comes out, shaved head, saying, like, I really don't give a damn about you, and blah, blah. It's like, then what the fuck were you doing this whole time? Like, why is Alexa even with the Fiend if there's no point in trying to pull her back and save her? Because at a certain point, she's going to have to stop doing that when it gets tired and old. How do you how do you get away from that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if it's, I mean, and Alexa did it. Why? How come Daniel Bryan didn't fall into that? How come Seth Rollins didn't fall into that? Braun Strowman. None of these guys fell into kind of following the fiend. Alexa Bliss seems to be the only one, and I don't understand like how they could do that where it's not leading to anything other than just, you know, just giving Alexa Bliss something to do because the Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross uh, tag team I think just got a little stale. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. It was, it was just another tag team that was kind I, of actually... It was just thrown together. And, yeah. and, and they gave them the tag team time. And I think they're the ones that beat the Iconics, which made no sense. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I think they beat the Iconics. Yeah. Which made no sense. Um, let's see. We talked about the Iconics splitting up. I mean, that just happens. Royce is on Raw. Bill Kay's on SmackDown. How do you feel about the New Day splitting up? You got Kofi and uh, Xavier over on Raw. You got Big E over on SmackDown. Uh, we know that with uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi both being off due to injury, it gave E a chance to kind of be a single competitor and kind of like, you know, do his own run. We didn't see a big run with him. He didn't hold any titles. I don't think he had any real major title defenses uh, during that time. But now that they came back, I guess they made a decision. Hey, New Day's back. We're going to give him the title just for the hell of it, which I think is bullshit to do to Cesaro and Shinsuke, but whatever. Move them over the Raw and leave him Big E by himself. So, I think it was seven years they're together. Now they're done. Now they're no longer together. How do you think this is going to work out for Big E? How do you think it's going to work out for the New Day on their own over on Raw? Was it a good decision or should they kind of kept them together? You know, I feel like it was a long time coming with the split. Honestly, because I feel like the New Day gimmick itself was kind of getting sterile, in my opinion. I mean, I know they were still really over with the whole, you know, pancake shit and all that. But I just feel like it just was boring after a certain point. Like, I would have liked to see maybe all three of them go 
and be singles competitors instead of keeping two people together, separating one, making him a single competitor, maybe giving them a chance to all be their own person instead of keeping them as a team. Yeah. It's like they gave Kofi that title run last year by himself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he was technically still part of New Day. Yeah. Who, uh, between Xavier and Big E, who should have a singles uh, title run? Should it be Big E over Xavier? Or should they, you know... Obviously, I think they both deserve a title. I think they're both over people. I think they both could be great single competitors. We saw Xavier was as a single champion over in TNA when he was uh, Consequence Creed. Uh, and I think B- Big E was uh, an kind of champion when he uh, when he first came in with Dolph and uh, AJ and all that. Yeah, he was champion, and then he I think he was one of the first NXT champions. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I don't know if he beat Seth Rollins or something like that, but yeah, I think uh, he was definitely NXT champion. I think he was the IC champion, but who's who should have an, uh, the next single run? I mean, Kofi had the opportunity to be champion, ran with it up until you know Brock took in like eight seconds. Um, but should Big E get an IC title run? Uh, does he still need to kind of prove himself as a senior competitor away from New Day? Like, where what do you think he stands as far as SmackDown right now? I think down the line, for sure, give him maybe an opportunity for that. What was it? Is it IC and SmackDown? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. With Sami Zayn, but I don't right really now. see. I don't really see Sami. Maybe if someone else was to have the championship, maybe I don't really see Sami and Big E really clashing that well. The, be yeah, and uh, even like, even between this draft and everything, if I could try to remember who's still on SmackDown, uh, I mean, I, I we got Biggie over on SmackDown, uh, Shinsuke and uh, Cesaro are still both on SmackDown. Kevin Owens moved over to SmackDown. Um, Seth Rollins is on SmackDown. Murphy's on SmackDown. Ray and um, Dominic. Yep, Ray and Dominic are both on SmackDown. Otis is still over there because we saw Otis, Otis and Tucker split with Tucker's heel turn from this past Sunday. Um, so a lot of people with the possibility of holding that IC title. Um, I think Murphy would be a great IC champion. I know he's going through his uh, little storyline with uh, Seth and still. Kevin Owens, I think, would be a great IC champion. I, I believe he was an IC champion before. If not, I know he was at least a U.S. champion and a universal champion. Um, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't mind seeing Kevin Owens be a tag team champion with somebody. I know Ray, uh, AJ definitely needs to be a tag team champion to get that Grand Slam title. But that's a different conversation. So, with all the competition that's on SmackDown, could Big E find himself in the conversation like a Kevin Owens, like a um, Cesaro, like a Shinsuke for that title run, for that IC title? Or does he still need to kind of build himself through that? I think he definitely still needs to build himself up a bit as a singles competitor. I mean, we know he was over as, with New Day, but can he do it on his own, yeah. as his own character? Yeah. I can see that. Um, we saw this past Sunday, Otis putting his money in the bank, uh, money in the bank contract on the line against the Miz. We saw a heel turn on Tucker, knocking, uh, Otis out, causing Miz, causing him to lose Miz to win the tie, uh, this contract. How do you feel about the split between t- Tucker and Otis? How do you feel about the heel turn on Tucker? And how do you feel about the contract being able to switch hands in a, in a match? I know. I mean, I feel like when the draft happened and they rejected to different brands, I, f- I mean, I kind of feel like it was almost like the closure, closing, the closure that they needed to be like, okay, yeah. one seal, one's face, and they're not a team anymore. So I feel like that was kind of necessary as a clo- closing aspect on that end. So it doesn't really affect my opinion, but 
for the money in the bank contract, I believe that, you know, I mean, I feel like if it was necessary, like, I never saw Otis doing anything with that from the beginning. Like, yeah, I know you were happy that he won and everything, and it was like... Fuck yeah! That dude got the girl and the contract? Who wouldn't love that? Who wouldn't love that? It's like Shrek in real life. Okay, but realistically, do you really see him as WWE champion? Or no, Universal champion? No, but he could have tried to cash it in, and Miz could have caused him to not, you know, win it. Look at Baron Corbin. He tried cashing in and failed. You could cash. You could cash. I in mean, I even had conversations with people about maybe first time ever cashing in for tag titles. Yeah, but that obviously isn't going to happen. That's done and over with. But it could be an SCW thing. How? Why not? Why not cash in on an SCW tag team title match? Right? Start the ideas small and build them up to the major. Look what we do here. We throw an idea, then the other day he steals them all the fucking time. There you go. Watch it. Next year, there'll be a tag team money in the bank ladder match. <laughs> from her first. But how do you feel about the Miz holding the title? Or holding the contract, I guess. Do you see him having another title run? Yeah, why not? Because he's not doing anything anymore. He's kind of he's kind of falling to like mid. Maybe he, maybe maybe that's why he he was given that opportunity. Why the Miz and not Morrison? I don't know. Because then I mean I don't know. Put yourself in the mind of a Daddy Booker. Would you, if you had to choose between Morrison and Miz to take the contract from Otis, would you have chosen Miz? Why you think about that? <laughs> Guys, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you go to tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW and pick up your amazing merch that we have available there. Uh, merch such as the Travis Dizzle J20 Make Wrestling Great Is Again t-shirt that will, unfortunately, uh, be discontinued at the end of this year because 2020 will be over. Also, Dally has a shirt there. Make sure you check that out, too. The, uh, what's the, what's the saying? Extreme Outcast. The Extreme Dally. Outcast. I was going to say the original Freak Dally, but that's travesty. <laughs> um, God. How long been, has it been? <laughs> it's been too long. But travesty also has a t-shirt that has his face on it. Go ahead and purchase that one too. Why the fuck not? Or get Dally's shirt or Dizzle J's on his 33% graffiti brick wall shirt. But on besides shirts, you get my coffee mugs and stickers, pins, magnets, tapestries, pillows. You get a you get the travesty's face on a fucking pillow so you can rest your head at night. Right on travesty. Again, that's T Public T E P U B L I C dot com. Search JFW, pick up your merchandise today. I had enough time to answer the question. You know, I feel like I would have been happy with either decision. But who would you pick? I don't know. You I have don't to pick. know. I you can't. have to pick. You I are can't. the booker. You have to pick. Who are you booking for? Miz or Morrison? Shit, uh, you you can you, you take the easy way out and say, like, I'd have him co-hold it. You know, I don't know. I I feel like maybe Morrison to see what he could do. Because we know what Miz can do. We've seen it before. Morrison was champion in Lucha Underground. He was champion in Impact Wrestling. I think he could be a decent champion in D.D. I think, honestly, probably should have started out on NXT. Probably would have been a great NXT champion. And he would have put on some great matches with Adam Cole, with Finn Balor, uh, Karrion Cross when he was still here. I, he I mean, came back. It's been Royal Rumble when he came back, right? Morrison? Yeah. I don't remember. I, I, think, remember he, I think he came back when, uh, when SmackDown moved to Fox. 
I think that's. I don't think he came. I don't think he returned in a Royal Rumble. I think he returned around the time SmackDown with the Fox. I'd have to double check that. I'm not because it was sure, but... it was an unknown thing though. He was kind of like a. He just showed up, right? He can't. So he. So I think what happened was he came back. He was in the Royal Rumble, but he came back before the Royal Rumble. The big Brock Lesnar tearing everything down Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, but he came back before that. I think he came back in last October when SmackDown moved to Fox. But he was—I don't think he was with the Miz at that time. I think that was kind of like following later. Okay. Um. So you're giving it to Miz? Oh no, you're giving it to Morrison. Good call. Good call. Morrison. Morrison deserves that shot. And considering like Money in the Bank, why not allow that contract to be cashed in on anyone? Why not have it cashed in on a? Universal Championship, a WWE Championship, a US, and IC. Why the fuck not? I mean, I've been seeing a lot on social media. You know, I think it was 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, Miz was Money in the Bank and Randy Orton was champion. And it's the same thing today. Yeah, uh, they're talking about the 2010. He cashed in on Randy Orton in, I can't remember what the town was. But that's going to be the same town that Survivor Series is going to be at. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, in 2020, 10 years later. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I would be kind of pissed, though, to be honest with you, if Miz was to cash in on Randy and takes a title from Randy and then just gives Randy another opportunity to have another title-holding reign just to tie, what is it, Cena? Cena? Or Ric Flair? He's, like, one of the top three, or three or, what is it? Randy Randy Orton's 14-time champion. He tied with Triple H. I think Flair and Cena are 16-time Champions, I'm not sure. No, I can't remember. I don't I think he tied Rick's record. I thought he was one away from it or something. I really can't remember. I don't either. We're terrible but, people. <sighs> I remember a lot of shit. But that, when it comes to Cena, I don't give a fuck. I know he didn't beat Flair's record. He either tied it or one away from it. I know Orton doesn't have as many as Cena. I know Triple H doesn't have as many as Cena. And I know Cena doesn't have more than Ric Flair. But at the end of the day, you win the title 15 times, that means you lost it 14. So, what the fuck do I know? Or you lost it 15 because you're not a current champion. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Roman Reigns made his return. He healed, turned. He's with Paul Heyman. Got the Universal Championship back for doing absolutely nothing. Talk to me a little bit about your feelings about uh, him just coming back and basically just being handed back the fucking title. Being with Paul Heyman. Being the... Uh, Head of the table, head of the tribe, the tribe leader. Tribal chief. Beating the shit out of his cousin. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. It's leading, it's gotta be leading to a rock WrestleMania match, right? Maybe. It's I didn't gotta think of be. that. It's I gotta think, be. I didn't think that, but that makes sense. It's gotta be, right? I mean. But who knows? Right? I mean, I figure out everyone who knows about family in the business, you would. Why are you gonna pull that card all the time? Because it's funny. Because half these people don't know what the hell I'm talking about, and the other half are laughing right now. Anywho. Anywho. How do you feel about the Roman Reigns heel turn? I feel like being heel, I I feel like he does the part well. I feel like being a heel is kind of something that we've been wishing for for years to come. Yeah. Um, Putting him with Heyman, kind of weird. I don't really, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, maybe just because, you know, Brock's gone now, they needed something for, for Heyman to do, something for he- Heyman to be with, I don't know. But I don't really think that, I don't think, 
I don't. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I like Heyman. I like Roman, but together, it's just weird to me. Yeah. At first, I thought like maybe it was due to like allowing um, somebody there to kind of help build Roman up. Because, I mean, they tried for years and years to try to give him, like, a babyface push, and clearly it didn't work. So maybe they thought, like, if he did come back, like, maybe it wouldn't get over well enough, so they'll put him with Paul Heyman, who people are annoyed by, tired of hearing, and shit, that being a Brock Lesnar guy. Like, so maybe they thought that the heel thing would kind of help. Um, I know these uh, battles he's been having with, I want to say it was Jay Uso? Yeah, I think so. Um, I know. I think Jimmy was hurt. Yeah. Um, I'm not so sure if, uh, you know, that's what I mean, but he's definitely not over as a baby face anymore. He definitely is that heel, which I think he needs to be. I mean, he's a powerhouse. They need to be that heel kind of feeling, especially now when you look at SmackDown, there's not that many heels. I mean, you do got Roman Reigns, you do got Seth Rollins, and I guess Jinsuke and Cesaro, if you want to consider them too. But I mean, outside of that, no one's a real heel over there anymore. Sheamus moves over to Raw. Um... Fiend is a babyface now. Braun Strowman, I just I don't think people really know how to feel about him. So it's just it's just really goofy. So I think having him as a heel is gonna work. Um I don't know if uh I guess there's another question I guess. Like with Ra- uh, Rollins and Reigns being on the same show, could we see like uh, a team that gets back together, a heel and heel, or because you can't put two heels in a match together, that just won't work. But do you think they'll ever cross paths with each other? No, I can't, see, and not anytime soon, at least. I can't really see that, but maybe down the line. Gotcha. If they both stay heels. But who knows with Seth? You know, he's back and forth, like, freaking, what is it, every six months? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, Halloween Havoc. Uh, NXT Halloween Havoc was, uh, was this past Wednesday. Uh, so we've seen now NXT use Halloween Havoc, Bass at the Beach, Great American Bash, and Starcade as uh, pay-per-view names. How do you feel about them using old WCW pay-per-view names? Is it kind of like a, like, is it laziness? I'm not trying to figure out new names, or is it kind of like a nostalgia feeling too for uh, old WCW fans to kind of hear those uh, pay-per-views be used again? I feel like they're kind of trying to just... Continue on with old traditions, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I like it. Halloween Havoc was by far my favorite pay-per-view name. It's it, between WWE, WCW, ECW, Halloween Havoc was for some reason, like, number one on my list of pay-per-view names. I always thought that WDF, WWE should have used Halloween Havoc when they got the opportunity to. But they never did until NXT. Um, I know there was an issue with AEW and Cody for, uh, I think, Bash at the Beach or Great American Bash, I can't remember which one, where Dusty uh, created the name of it and Rogue wanted then that he said, nah. But I like the idea that they're using them. It gives them something different other than NXT TakeOver. But at the same time, I think because NXT's grown so well, they want to look at start making like monthly NXT pay-per-views. So you could have NXT take over for Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, the big four. And then you have, you know, Bash at the Beach, Great American Bash, um, which I think they should change one of those. Because Starcade, Bash, Starcade and Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Um, as long as they don't use fucking like Sin or Punish or whatever the fuck the others do want. Hog Wild, I wouldn't fucking mind. Road Wild would be pretty cool too. You know, they have like a biker themed one, but... I'm also like, like, 
I'm thinking back to like Attitude Era days when they had like Bad Blood and Vengeance and all that. Yes, Vengeance was a good one. Backlash was pretty cool. Um, that was a that British one, Insurrection or something like that. Taboo Tuesday was fucking cool. I wouldn't mind Cyber Sunday coming back. That one would be Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, no Mercy, I think they still have around. Uh, but now they're like kind of like doing all these like, you know, Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, TLC, Money in the Bank. Like they're just taking match names and giving them Basically, pay-per-view titles. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. Uh, fucking Roadblock was stupid. Yeah. Stomping well, yeah. Ground was dumb. Fools. Uh, Paul Heyman said, uh, anything can be fixed in WWE, nothing lasts forever. CM Punk, uh, he was referring to CM Punk and WWE's kind of falling out. CM Punk was asked a question about WrestleMania 37, ever facing Roman Reigns at a main event. Punk said that that pay-per-view is way too long. He'll have an opening match. If CM Punk was to come back, who would he want, who would you want him to face? Ooh. I don't know. Hmm. It's just so weird because, like, since Sam Punk has left, mm-hmm. the roster has changed so much since then. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, you think about that. And why is she thinking about that? Guys, this show is brought to you by Audible.com. Not if you're just like me and a huge fan of stories and history. It's not a big fan of reading it to yourself. Check out audible.com. It's a one-stop shop for all audiobooks. If you go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today, you get yourself a 30-day free trial plus a credit to your first book purchase. Being the Halloween season, uh, obviously ghost stories are very popular. Uh, so make sure you check out a scary storybook, you know, or check out some history books or wrestling books or any kind of books you want. You get a credit to buy your first book absolutely free plus 30 days to give it a try. Again, go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today and get your first book and 30 days absolutely free. How about AJ Styles? That'd be a good one. I don't know if you ever wrestled him in Impact. If you did, never seen it. I don't know if you wrestled him in Ring of Honors. But I know a lot of people love to see him wrestle Daniel Bryan, which he's done before in the past. He's wrestled Roman Reigns. He has wrestled Bryan before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's wrestled Daniel Bryan before. Like, like when, I think when in, Bryan, was Bryan like, new to the business then? Like, new to WWE? Like, like, Yes Movement, like before Yes Movement stuff. Yeah, I think you wrestled like Daniel Bryan back then. AJ Styles, I would love to see him wrestle. But I love to see AJ wrestle fucking anybody. Dude crushes it. Yeah. He's great. Time. He's freaking awesome. So who'd you pick? I was thinking maybe Rollins. Rollins would be good. I think he'd do a good match against Rollins. Murphy would be a great match to see Punk out wrestling. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to think of guys that kind of have like the same style as him. Adam Cole. Um, Adam Cole be good. Where has Adam Cole been, by the way? He's been around. He's just, I, I think he's just kind of like, you know, allowing. I don't know if there's still this issue on if he's staying or going when his contract's up. So they're kind of like pushing the other undisputed area stuff. I did see that uh, Pat McAfee kind of created a faction with Pete Dunne. Last night, yeah. Morgan. And what was it? Um, Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. That he, he, was he attacked, right? yeah. So I, I know Kyle O'Reilly had his, uh, his, Title match at uh, Takeover a couple weeks ago. I don't think it was Takeover. Was it Takeover? Yeah, it was Takeover a couple weeks yeah. ago. Well, that's um, Finn, right? Finn's champion. Finn right? Balor, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I know they're trying to push them a little. I don't know if that's due to the fact that they don't know if he's leaving or not. I mean, obviously his girlfriend does wrestle over on AEW, uh, Doctor Baker. So 
I don't know. I, I with with McAfee coming back, obviously there's probably like, a storyline to rebuild. Like back to what we were talking about before about the draft. Yeah. Like that was something I could have seen to surprise us. Like okay, here he is on SmackDown, or here he is on Raw, and then have him throw him into the Survivor Series matches. And who's that, Adam Cole? Yeah. Would you draft just Adam Cole or all of Undisputed Era? All three. All all four. Or four, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Because right. then that would fuck Roger Strong. My bad, Roger. Sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like how I assume that's the one you're talking about because it could have been Bobby Fish too. But no, I was thinking because Fish and O'Reilly are tag yeah. champions. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that would give them another tag team to give it, throw into the mix with. Are they current tag champions? No. It's Lorkin and Oni, right? Oni yeah. Lorkin and uh, Birch. Right, yeah. yeah, that guy Pat you were just talking about. Pat McPhee got yeah. them and Pete Dunn, yeah. What? Pete Dunn looks freaking awesome, by the way. Did he? Did you see how shredded he is now? No, I didn't have a chance. He looks freaking awesome. Did he, sh- did he still have that beard? A little bit. Not really. It's not all like no. scraggly like it was. No. But he's ripped now. It's weird to think that, like, you know, they're pulling these NXT UK people away from NXT UK and bringing them over to here. Like Tony Storm, Pete Dunn, and everything. <laughs> Um, you know, they had Pete hold that UK title for so long, and then Walter beat him. Walter is still champion since he's beaten Pete, which is insane. And that's because weird... I don't feel like they've really done anything with Walter either. Well, yeah, well, especially because of this whole pandemic, they haven't had NXT UK for months. I thought that was strictly a network thing. No, I don't think they did it at all. Oh. I don't think, I don't think they put on shows or anything for, like, months. And then I think that's why, like, Why not just make it a part of NXT then? They should. Well, I know there's, like, I think down the line there's supposed to be, like, an NXT Mexico and NXT Canada and shit, too, so it's, uh, it's gonna be quite madness. Fucking, uh, I think Daddy E just bought Evolve and shit, like, come once back, too. That's a new word to me. Right? And they were trying to bring out <laughs> another evolution, too. They need to. They, I think that should be a monthly show. They should have an all-women's pay-per-view. I still think they should have an all-women's Daddy uh, Network uh, wrestling show. You know, I mean, why the fuck not? There's enough wrestlers in there. Build storylines off of. I mean, I don't think you could really sell it to an actual cable network yet, but you have the idea. Yeah, but I feel like they're kind of scared because the first evolution they had, they didn't, they didn't, it didn't take off as well as they were expecting it to. Well, they filled it with a bunch of like, you know, like fucking veterans and Hall of Famers and stuff like that. Like, you need to build it off who's actually there now. You know, that's it's just. I actually was looking through. Um, I was scrolling through social media the other day, and what was it, yesterday or the day before was a year ago to the day was Evolution. Or was it a year or two years ago? I don't remember. Two years ago. But that last women standing match between Becky and Charlotte was phenomenal. I was watching clips from that again, just to, it's one of the matches that I'll probably always go back to and be like, oh man, that's yeah. awesome. I watched on the Daily Network the uh, the untold story about the uh, Bailey-Sasha takeover match in Brooklyn. Which is really fucking cool. But, alright, I'm done talking about WWE. Let's talk about SCW. Oh, we're done? Well, we're going to talk about SCW first. I thought we were going to want to. I can talk about SCW. There's certain things we can't talk about, but there's things that we could discuss. Hypotheticals and things like that. Oh, okay. So, Max Holiday is current uh, SCW champion. Of course, you would start with that. Oh, yeah, I'll start at the top and work our way down. Get it out of the way. Usually, you would say the best for last. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, and you'll understand why in a minute. Okay. So, Max Holiday is current SCW Heavyweight Champion. 
who on the roster deserves a title shot and who's going to get that next time they happen to have a show? Like, who do you think on the roster deserves that title shot? You know, that's a great question. I know. But I feel like everyone that I feel like should have that shot is in a tag team right now. So it kind of puts that mix on things where, like, well, they don't want to split up the tag team. And mm-hmm. I don't really, like, I don't I don't know what I can talk about or not talk about. This is what, I know, that's I'm so confused. Give it a shot. See what happens. <laughs> I don't want to get yelled but at. The thing is, and one of the things, and that's one of the biggest reasons I love independent wrestling, is because you get that blend. I guess it's kind of a little bit of WWE too, and maybe AEW and Impact. You get a nice blend of like those veterans uh, that are on the card, like you know uh, Ivan, Hunter, Marco, uh, Sheik. You know, you get you get those veterans, but also you get like those new guys, Blaylock and Creed, JPH, uh, Andrews. You know. So it's like you could you could pick anybody who you know you could throw into a match with Holiday, and they're gonna have a great match. You know, basically, you know, either from you know the veteran experience in the business or you know the, the fast paced you know difference that they could bring into those matches. Uh, me personally, I think uh, the current Genesis champion Drake An- Jake Andrews. Drake, who's Drake? Yeah, right, Drake Matthews. Uh, Jake Andrews, uh, I think would be a great. Uh, um, uh, competitor for the SC Championship, I think he did well with the uh, Genesis title. Current, uh, currently doing well with the Genesis title, and I think that they need to utilize the Genesis. I think I've said this uh, many times before. Use the Genesis title as a stepping stone to the SC uh, W Championship. Um, I haven't seen Marche Rocket around, uh, obviously because of COVID. Uh, shows and stuff are scarce and few and far in between. But even before that, Marche wasn't really around too often. Uh, Nothing against Marche, but I could care less if he comes back. Um, I think SCW needs to be like a proving ground for up-and-comer guys. Uh, Sean Mulligan, I think, would be a great match uh, for Holiday. I, I know that he has history in uh, SCW before it was even SCW. Uh, even, a wind, even being a Windy City Wrestling guy. Uh, a great veteran that can still go. Uh, Braun the Lumberjack, I think, would be a great uh, competitor for uh, Holiday. But I, I think if I had to choose somebody, it would have to be uh, Jake Andrews. Who'd you pick? Nobody? I wouldn't say nobody. Well, pick somebody. <clears throat> Who do you feel on the card should have a title match against Max Holiday? It's an easy question. Well, you know, I, I would have loved to see Ivan with a run. Honestly, but yeah. I I think that'd be great. I mean, he he's a former ARW heavyweight champion mm-hmm. before he lost it to uh, I think it was BLW. No, Machine. Uh, before he lost it to Machine, um, I know Ivan uh, has a history of holding several different titles. Uh, he's in a great faction and manager that can kind of help him out of rough situations if need be. Um, plus, he's he's kind of a brawler, just like Holiday. I think that'd be a great match to see. Um, and yeah, maybe even down the line, that'd be a great opportunity, you know, to have SCW um, run, you know, their head guy run being Ivan Manson. You know, like any other uh, company would be proud to see that. Now, aside from when I was talking about about tag teams and all, yeah. if, I w- if I could pick someone, and if he wasn't in a tag team right now, I would love to see DeCobra have a title run. Pass. Hmm? Pass. Why? Not a big fan of Cobra. Why? I don't know. Can I, I can't even tell you why. 
I think he's a great, great competitor. I think good competitor. I just, I don't know. Like he just, I just, I, he. I, I mean, even like with his heel turn, he's still over, regardless if he's faced or yeah. His what's heel, that? What's that tag team? Art of War is that the tag team with Just Amazing? Uh, I forgot the name. I think it, I think it's something to do with War. I want to say it's Art of War. Is that what your did foot? you do? No, my foot oh. hasn't moved. Ah, okay. Um, that's <laughs> ah, okay. It's just a, uh, it's just a fire, uh, smoke detector. Why is uh, there a fire detector under the table? Because she, fucking I took it down from somewhere. I don't fucking know. Serious falling apart. Um, I think it's, I think it was, I think the tag team is called Art of War. I know it's Da Cobra and, uh, Just Amazing. I just, I don't know. Like, I, <clears throat> I think they need to focus on that. I think that'd be a good tag team to go up against Elite Payne, who is the current tag team champions. Uh, but at the same time, I mean... Uh, like I said, if he wasn't, you know, in a faction right now, yeah. if he was his single competitor, some, someone that I would like to see mm-hmm. maybe down the line be champion. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's talk about the tag team then. Who um, who who should be up against Elite Payne? No. Is it Art of War? Is it the Genetis? Is it... Uh... <laughs> the Gen- <laughs> I'll fucking say it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not above, I'm not above saying shit. You know, I... I mean, I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah. I apologize if you're listening and I get in trouble for this. I'm sorry. Do it. Whatever. I mean, I, it's a wrestling podcast. I got to talk about it. Yeah. Are you, are you talking about the Genetis? Yeah. No, I'm saying like, you know, they actually did end up making their tag team match a title match at the last show. Okay. So they did have a title shot against the Elite Pain. Mm. They did not go well. Mm. So I don't know. How many opportunities are you going to get? I don't know. I mean, they are, uh, they are current ARW tag team champions. Yeah, so but I when think, has ARW had a show to defend the titles? I, I, it's been a while. Exactly. It's been it's been over yeah. a year since they won, but, which is crazy. But that's what SCW needs as well. They need to they need to build a tag team. But division. who can who can step up to face Elite Pain? There's no one. There's absolutely no one. I mean, fucking. They get fucking handed everything these days. No, I'm not saying that. They teamed up against Genetics. No, but who can beat Elite Pain? No, apparently not the modern day Genetics. No. No. It's but okay, so who who who's a tag team on SCW right now? You got the modern you got the modern, modern day sharpshooters. You got Art of War. You got the the Alliance of Hope now with uh, the Sheik teaming up with Paradox. Uh, obviously, I guess I mean it's still just Patriots of Hope because. Um, Bane X is retired, but you got the Sheik Bulletproof and LLC. Bulletproof LLC. Uh, Bo and Adam Cage. Um, I mean, the, 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 the I guess the, the teams are there. I mean, I guess you could have Ivan and Jake team up if you want to do... Uh, they were the tag champions before. Yeah, I think they could put up a good fight against Lee Payne. They would put up a good fight for sure. I mean, from what I was told uh, but like, a couple Jake's- months ago, Hunter Payne was on crutches. I mean... Who knows how much more he's got left in him. Don't make me talk about that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> he's fine now. He's good. Sure. He's great. He put on a, he I'm, did I'm, great. I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing well, Hunter. We shouldn't talk about it. I don't want anything to slip up. So, <laughs> um, so we have... Uh, you okay there? Come on, don't fall apart on me now. <laughs> There's um, a number of people that are laughing right now. Okay, come on, come on, let's, let's get your. But foot. Not everyone understands. 
Anyways, so okay, so let's say let's say you have a fatal four way match. You have Elite Pain, Art of War, uh, the Modern Day Sharpshooters, and um, Bulletproof LLC. You have a match like that. I mean, like it, it's kind of, it kind of goes back to the whole Nia Jax. I mean, Elite Pain is like uh, like Baszler and Nia Jax. It's a powerhouse tag team that it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard to find one team that's gonna take the titles from them. I mean, Hunter is a big ass fucking dude. You know, I, I mean, he's called the Southland ass kicker for, but probably butt kicker now because they're PG like everyone else, um, for a reason. You know, he's he's a big fucking dude, and Marco, you know, he's, you know, the the old time term no slouch himself. You know, I mean, they they can fucking go. And let's not forget they have C Red behind them now. That's true. You know, and they got they got an amazing uh manager against them. They got Terry Archer who fucking allows them to hold titles whenever they feel they want to. Uh, they got the fucking Sentinel who will fucking cater to them and every fucking whim. So, I mean, like, really, they got, I mean, everything's, you know, stacked for them to succeed going forward. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, Hunter, great SCW champion until he fucking dropped the ball and lost focus, which I get at a certain age and mind starts to wander and you forget what you're doing in the middle of shit. But hey, whatever. Um, so you put him in a fatal four-way match, then he got an opportunity for Bulletproof to maybe pin the Genetis. Or you got a chance for the Art of War to fucking roll up the Genetics. They don't have to be pinned to lose they don't, the They don't have to be pinned. So, I mean, that would be a, it's a great idea. It's an awesome idea. Which brings me to another decision that we should do. Uh, Sentinel needs to fucking go. He, like, he, he hasn't, he's kind of been like on the DL. Right? DL. The, the DL. Are you, are you talking about download or disabled list? What are we download. talking about? Gotcha. Let's want to double check. <laughs> Just say, there's two, there's, there's, okay, so. But no, that's the thing. He's in fucking hiding. I, I don't know who's making the calls, who's running the shows at fucking SCW, but clearly it's not him. That's why I believe that, honestly, they should look at, they should get a hold of SCW uh, fucking board or whoever controls, like, the interests of SCW and make a decision. Hey, Sentinel needs to fucking go. Put Keith back in power or maybe it's time for Travis D to fucking run SCW. Oh, God. I'm just saying, I have fucking I'm ideas. I'm not working for you. I have a... Wait a minute. Where are we right now? Where, um, where are we right now? I'm just saying, I have great fucking ideas. I, I, I love the business. I work well with hip pain as long as, uh, you know, he's not a piece of shit to me, which, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, who, who wouldn't Who wouldn't? You love... should be careful what you preach, though, because you've also banged off a lot of superstars on the roster. What? What'd you say? I didn't hear a word you just said. I was too busy thinking about what did you say? A lot about what? I said you've also bad-mouthed a lot of superstars That's on not the true. Roster. I just gave honest opinions about people to a you certain extent. You have totally, completely favoritized Max Holiday, which is BS. Oh, I'm sorry. Should we not give uh, praise to a, a champion? I'm Who sorry. Who won the, by cheating? The, the only, cheating? The only three-time SCW heavyweight champion? Cheating? Still won. Even Hunter Payne never cheated it's, to it's, win. It's not his fault. Okay, I'm going to get that in a second. But it's not his fault that Hunter forgot what he was doing in the middle of the match, wandered off and stared into nothing, and then turned around and got kicked in the fucking face. That's not, that's not Holiday's fault. And uh, talk about cheating. The only reason Hunter was even champion in the first place is because Terry Archer pulled the rope down that caused Ivan to go over. So no, Hunter didn't even win it fairly. He barely retained it. So no. Okay, if that was a 
Did I give Hunter credit, though? Didn't I tell him that yeah, he's a Southland ass-kicker for a reason, regardless of the fact that... Yeah. It's not his fault that, you know, I don't think he expected Terry to do that. It's not like he asked him. It's not like they had a plan. I think yeah. it just kind of happened. I got you. I guess Ivan and Hunter are in the same, I guess maybe just fucking Ivan slipped out of the ring. So, the thing is, is that Holiday deserves fucking praise. I, I praise Bulletproof the same. I give the Genetis credit when, they, when they're fucking due. You know, they just need to win fucking more. I think JPH <laughs> is a great competitor. Uh, on Andrews is fucking uh, Jake Andrews is fu- oh, Andrews shit. Jake Andrews is fucking incredible. Uh, Patriots of Hope, eh, lackluster, but still there for the fucking kids. I get it, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, you no, know, maybe it's time for somebody to come in, a fresh face, a new face, to come in and kind of figure out what SCW is doing and what they need to do to be, to be better. Maybe. You know, if... Yeah, okay, we'll here's a question for yeah, you. Yeah, let's do this. Say, so if you were to take control... By the way, I just want to say, I'm glad you're participating. What do you mean? I'm just saying, go ahead. Maybe it's the coffee. I don't know. I, it's all jittery and shit. <laughs> I'm not even jittery. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, what, no, what if you were yes. to take control, was, is there anyone from an outside company or trainee or whatever that you would bring in? That would bring into the business? Um... Evil Sierra, I would love to see more of. I think uh, I think the growth of the women division is important in uh, in SCW. So Evil Sierra, I would love to see him. Pluma Star, I think he's doing a great job as SCW champion, but she's not getting a she's not getting enough uh, competition. Different competition. Um, I know she uh, she just had a title defense again. I can't remember her name. Kendra Hall. Yes, but she faced her like the last three times she defended the title. So there needs to be growth there. And obviously, you know, especially in this area, women's uh, women wrestlers are they're few and far in between. I know uh, Eva Sierra's in the area. I think she'd be great to be brought in. Obviously, uh, Melanie Cruz is in AEW. Um, Lainey Luck. Yeah. She's great. There was uh, there was the one woman uh, wrestler that used to come into SCW from out east. I think she, unfortunately, she retired due to injury. Oh, are you talking about... Um... I know what you're talking about. I know I can't, what I can't about, yeah, think I can't, of her. I can't, I can't, think, I can't of, think of her she, name. Yeah, the white paint. Yeah, and yeah, everything. yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah, just a powerhouse. Um, so it's few and far between. But what about see. Natasha Crane? Natasha, I think, would be great as a, as a competitor in the women's division. I mean, I think she definitely deserves the opportunity. Um, but I guess if you look at male competitors, uh, I actually wouldn't mind seeing some of the old the old uh, uh, favorites coming in. Uh, from back in the day, like not to sound biased, but I would love to see uh, see Acid come in and you know have a couple you know matches just for nostalgia's sake. There was a tag team that I used to see on Powerhouse Wrestling called the uh, the Super Beard Brothers that uh, me and Dizzy J loved. Uh, we thought they were great. I would love to see them come in. Uh, I I, uh, I I pushed I pushed them to come in so many times. Um, I haven't seen them yet, but I would love for them to come in. I think they'd be a great for the top, for the, uh, for the tag team division. You know, when I know he's showed up a couple times at SCW, but I don't think we've seen enough of him as Machine. I think Machine he's would great. Be great. Yeah. Uh, you know, B- B-O-W. B-O-W and, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Hellbillies, the Hellbillies would be a great tag team to bring into SCW. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see them. You know, the Elite um, Pain kind of put the Gabrash in the plague though. Yeah, they're just doing what they needed to do. So, um, but no, I mean, I, the Hellbillies, yes, Hellbillies would be great to fucking see. Yeah, 
Uh, and that, they, they would be a good um, competitors against Elite Pain. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I can't. I can't remember the name of the tag team, but Paul uh, Paulie Tomaselli and his tag team partner. I think it'd be great to come in. We saw them at the DWA show a couple times. I think they did great. Um, there's growth for the tag team division. It's just find the right team to kind of come in. So there is competition for Elite Pain out there in the business. In the issues on the Midwest. Yeah. There's just yes. no competition within SCW, and I think a lot of that falls on the fact that Sentinel, even though he says he's bringing the greatest competition to SCW, he's not doing that from a tag team aspect. I think that's one of the reasons why Elite Payne gets to hold on to the titles, and they get to be champion and shit, because there's no one that's powerful enough to take the titles from them. You know, I'm not favoritizing anyone, okay. but I will say I truly believe that in the right, like, in the right time, in the right match, mm-hmm. I feel like Bulletproof could pull a fast one on them. I think so. I mean, you know, Adam Cage isn't that, I mean, obviously he's not as big as Hunter Payne, but height's kind of there. Yeah. Uh, sure. Bo, Bo and Marco, you know, I feel like, you know. Yeah. Sure, a couple years ago, SCW had a triple threat elimination, uh, fatal, or a fatal four-way elimination women's match uh, with a... Uh, with Sierra, uh, fucking uh, Amazon, uh, Molly, and there was that one other woman in who, that fucking... Wait, wait, ma- wait a minute. Who? Because, uh, uh, who? There was Molly? Sierra wasn't there. It was... It was Molly? It was that girl, Nikki. Amazon? Who? Nikki? Nikki Cross? Nikki? Nick, yes, Nikki Cross. No, Nikki who? Wait, what match are you talking about? There was a Fatal 4-Way Elimination match. It was like, it was like a Christmas fucking uh, show. It was Halloween, and it was two years ago. No, I don't think it was it. I don't think it was. I I think I remember seeing a fucking fucking, uh, Sentinel wearing a fucking uh, Santa Then we're thinking about the wrong time match then, because I don't know what you're talking about. It was an elimination fatal four-way match. Amazon. At Clifton. Maybe. I don't think that was Halloween. There was Sage in it. She was in it. She needs to come back. Why not make a return to her? You know, why not get her back in the ring? You know, you never know. I mean, you know, Southland is getting a new training center. I've seen it. Love it. Can't wait to uh, be out there more. Um, I don't uh, give credit to Sentinel at all for that. I think that was uh, more of the uh, the wrestlers who did the homework on that. I'm just saying it's time for something different. It's time for them new. All due respect to Keist. I think he'd be a great president to bring back into control. But because of his association with Bulletproof, I think it's a little too biased. So I volunteer to step up and become the new president of Southland Championship Wrestling to where I could give more people more opportunity to do shit. Volunteers, he says. Yeah, give it to me. Give me the fucking power. Give me the key You know, I can see you as like a commentator or something. No, I need the fucking rule. You know, camera talking, you know, you're good at that. I could talk in the ring as I'm uh, announcing the matches. I'm going to determine what's going on. Tell you right now. Holiday needs more competition. I mean, clearly, you know, no one's in SCW is stepping up to fucking offer him the competition. Um, Elite Payne needs to have actual tag teams to fight, not... uh, You know, like you said, maybe put in, instead of the tag teams being in a fatal four-way, maybe put in a fatal four-way for the heavyweight title. Who would you put in a fatal four-way for the heavyweight title? Well, who would you? Of everyone, not just SCW, everyone that you feel could be in it from the Midwest area, who who would you book into it? Who well, 
Would I like to see in it? Yeah. Hmm. It's giving me a lot of leeway. I'll do it. Okay, you go first. Alright. Uh, obviously, you gotta put Holiday in there as number one because he's a champion. Given. <laughs> uh, uh, Sean Mulligan, I'd love to see in it. Again, I think he'd be a great champion. To make a return, I would love to see Ian Gager. I know he doesn't wrestle anymore, but I would love to see Ian Gager come back. I think he'd be a great uh, he competitor for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. He'd be a great competitor for it, uh, so I'd love to see him come back. And uh, Rough Crossing. I'd love to see Rough Crossing come I back. I think him and Holiday would put on a great show. I think so. I th- absolutely. I know, I know that he came to SCW uh, for a few months, a couple years ago. Now I know he's still, he's still busy. He's being booked everywhere, so Rough Crossing I would love to see come back. I mean, I know a lot of people would prefer Marche, but like I said, I've just I've seen him way too much. I just don't need to. But uh, Holiday, Crossing, uh, Gager, and Mulligan. You? I don't want to sound like I'm copying you. Do now. it. Why? Why? Because I because I booked because the 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 newest president of SCW booked a perfect fucking match. No, 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 no. Fucking crushed it. Crushed. No, I wouldn't say you crushed it because I would replace. You know, Mulligan's had his time too. Yeah. As champion, but I, I mean, I put a prop. I mean, not to say that he's not a worthy champion because he is, mm-hmm. but I would in within that match, mm-hmm. I would switch him out. You know, I would take Gager out and I put Andrews in instead. The to make it logical, actual match: Mulligan, Holiday, uh, Andrews, and uh, Crossing. That'd be my that'd be my final choice. Legit, people can actually put in a match. You go watch that match. What ma- oh, yeah. I mean, I would. I'd be there regardless. perfectly you know. booked Fatal 4-Way. I'd make a Fatal 4-Way elimination, too. Though. Elimination? It had to be elimination. Absolutely. I like elimination matches. I think they're, they're a lot better uh, fucking uh, action, you know? Besides, if Holiday gets pinned first, you're guaranteed a fucking champion. Yeah, true. Yeah. Who are you putting in your match? You ask me. Come on, I gotta answer it. You gonna do? You do fucking gonna put Hunter in there with JPH? Fucking Creed? No. All right. You know, I feel like yeah. You, you want people who earned it? I got it. No, I know. I'm I'm saying that no, you know, we know, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. In SCW, just like WWE, you have those titles that are stepping stones, basically. That's right. Absolutely. So I feel like if you're gonna put someone in a heavyweight match. Give them an opportunity with the Genesis first. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I mean, Hunter didn't hold the Genesis. He just was handed the fucking SCW title. But yeah, whatever. but in his defense, he was champion before the Genesis title was in shit. existence. No, he was never SCW champion before. He was CSW Southland champion. Before. That don't fucking count. Don't what do you count. mean it doesn't count? It doesn't count. What the? Doesn't How count. does it not count? Different company. Don't count. Technically not. Technically. It's a different name. They just changed it. Booker T was ACW champion. He wasn't the AF champion until he won the United States Championship. But what do I know? I'm just a great uh, future president. Travesty 20. Make wrestling great again. (laughs) Come on now. I mean, this is like, this is for sure. I mean, if you want to go back to CSW Southland days. Let's do it. I mean, were you there? No. Oh, see, I, you weren't even there. You wouldn't even my know. My first, my first ever show for Southland Championship Wrestling 
was the day that Marche Rocket traded in the CSW Championship for the SCW Championship. That was your very first show? That was my very first show. June 2017. That was my very first show. And was it in Shavans? Yep. Shavans Civic Center. Yes, it was. That was my very first show. They I also, can't believe how many years have gone by. Like, I'm just dumbfounded. Like, I, I yeah. really can't. I remember a lot. I remember that show because that was, that was the beginning of the tag team tournament. Uh, I think it was Rulers of Wrestling, which was JPH and... Um, RK Savage. RK Savage taking on... <laughs> I can't remember the tag team, but it was a Lucha tag team to end up breaking up at the show. <clears throat> uh, we saw, I wanted to say it was Elite Pain. Uh, their tournament was against, crap, I can't remember that, so I can't, I'm not even going to try to remember that one. Um, uh, Miller took on uh, Black in a street fight. And... Um, I want to say it was a women's match, but I can't remember that either. But. That many years ago, I couldn't even tell you, honestly. Yeah. It was fun. It was I was honestly, time. like, just the other day, I was, just for shits and giggles, I was looking through the Southland Wrestling page, and mm-hmm. I was looking at all the old posts from, like, years ago, and I was looking at all, like, the old roster, and it took all, all, like, it's just, I just can't believe how much time has gone by, and how, how, how much we have grown as a company since then. It's yeah. crazy. Right. It's absolutely crazy. But um, back to what we're talking about, about CSW Southland. Yeah. One person, which I know is going to be, imp- it's never going to happen because it's impossible because he's not even around anymore. And he's like down south. But I don't know if you remember 450, Mr. Nope. 450 Hammett. He's now Mecha Wolf. I don't know if you know who that no, is, but uh, if you look him up, super fucking awesome. He's he put on very, very, very good matches in the past with CSW, CSW Southland, all over the Midwest. He's uh, yeah, some he was someone mm. that I would love to see come back and make a special appearance, which I know would probably never happen. But he's a great guy, great competitor. He's very. Oh. If uh if we had uh if SCW had a president that actually gave a damn uh maybe the shit like that could happen, but they don't. But they could. You know where to find me right here on JFW. You can email me at jfwpodcastyard.com. Let me know, Mister Travesty. We need you. I'm like fuck yeah, you do. I'm in. So you know if you were to bring in old names, let's say Austin Roberts, Steve Boz. I would love to bring in Austin Roberts. Yeah? Absolutely. I would love to bring in... You would have to talk him into that. I would love to bring in fucking Nightbreed. Nightbreed was back in... Last year yeah. they were back. Yeah, I know. They but faced I, I know, the plague. But, but I, would, I would take them. I would, I would take them over this fucking geriatric fucking tag team that's ruling with the titles today. Fucking yeah, I'll take Austin Roberts back. Speaking of which, speaking of Austin Roberts, I'm glad you remind me because I'm going to close out the show before doing this. Guys, uh, a couple weeks ago, and actually a couple months ago, on one of the uh, Southland Championship uh, roundtables that I do, as a courtesy for the SCW fans, uh, no thanks to fucking Sentinel for helping in on that shit. Uh, he's been to one out of four, so good job on fucking supporting your brand. Um, there was a lot of talk, and actually the last uh, roundtable we did in August... Uh, where I talked with uh, not only Austin Roberts, but also uh, Hunter Payne, uh, Ivan Manson, and um, 
Uh, I want to say there was one more on the call, but I don't think it was. I think it was just them three. We were talking a lot about Windy City Wrestling. Uh, it, we were trying to work it out, trying to figure out a way to make a Windy City Wrestling panel to not only kind of uh, talk about the history of it, maybe even some of the road stories that come along with it. Uh, I'm trying to work it out with uh, Southland to work with Southland Championship Wrestling to make it happen, to get a hold of... Uh, not only, you know, some of the old wrestlers, but actually the original owner of Southland, or I'm sorry, of Windy City Wrestling to come on and just do like a show, kind of like how we're doing here, but more of like a panel allowing them to kind of tell their stories and relive everything from the 80s, 90s, 2000s and everything of Windy City. So that is happening. The plan was for October. Obviously, it didn't happen, but we are working to make that happen. And uh, as soon as we do, we'll get the information out to you guys and let you know when it's going to be. Um, I'm going to video record it because, I mean, that's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, not only for me, but for the Windy City fans out there as well. So uh, make sure you keep updated on that. You can follow all these stuff on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching JFW Podcast. And our show is released, hopefully going forward weekly, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and Amazon Music. You just go to the Alexa app and just say, Alexa, play just freaking wrestling. And it will. It'll do that. Your Alexa will do that. I'll have an Alexa. So, I'll get an Alexa. I'm so, broke. Um, That's all I got. So, for this Windy City panel you're talking about? Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, sure. We'll keep talking. You always bitch at me for not talking. Now I'm talking and you're mad at me. I know. Me. No, go ahead. No, I, 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 I can't people. win here, people. I can't. She still hasn't answered the Fatal 4-Way question either, but cool. Go for it. No. Re- the Windy City panel. Windy City panel. Yes. Who would you? I know you. You were talking about Sam DeSero, the Windy City owner. Who else would you like to have on that panel? That's the thing that I need to figure out. That I'm having a hard time trying to like decide on. I don't know how many people should be on it. I don't want too many to where it's overkill. I want to give everyone their time. I know there's so many people. Um, even the brief like tolerable conversations I have. With Maybe you can make it like a multiple episode thing. So where you can have different people at different times. Well, I just want one mega panel. Anyways, uh, Hunter Payne, Austin Roberts, Ivan Manson, Sean Mulligan, Sam are definitely the top five. I get. But think Terry of. Archer, maybe. And Terry Archer six. God, see, there's just too fucking many. And the thing is, like, I know these people would love to do it. Uh, I think I know. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I can get everyone, but maybe Sam. I know Sam would probably be like a hard one to fucking get. But I know I know Hunter Payne would, be lo- would love to do it, you know, because, you know, as you get older, you love remembering them glory days, and he sure fucking had a lot of them. Not so much anymore, but whatever. Uh, but Terry would be good. Ivan, I know, would love to do it. Austin would love to fucking do it. So I guess those six then, you know? I mean, Terry, Hunter, Austin, Ivan, Sam, and Mulligan. So maybe those. I know there's a lot of other people, you know, there's so many fucking people to decide from. It's just too much. It's overwhelming. You did it to yourself. I know. But I'm happy to do it if it, you know, helps out the viewership and the uh, growth of our podcast. That's what we're here to do. We're here to build content for you guys, the listeners. So it is going to happen as soon as I can sit down and talk with SCW. Not Sentinel because I doubt he even knows what the fuck Windy City is. Um, but, uh, when I have an opportunity to, I will sit down with, uh, the proper people to figure it out, get it fucking, uh, decided and, uh, probably, probably have Dally do the uh, show. So what? Yep. 
So um, we'll figure that out. We'll get that all together. And when we do, we'll let you know. It will be released in video and audio. So you guys check it out. And um, anything else? Apparently not, because I'm just gonna keep talking. You're gonna yell if, again, you keep so. talking if you want. You got anything to talk about? Please, please share. This is this is new and exciting. If you don't have any more questions. There, there I guess words, I'm fine. There right? are words coming out of your mouth. It's different. I'm not used to this. The uh, the camaraderie we have is amazing. The whole that, new, I, the whole new dally. Got anything else? Nothing? You got anything else? You want to share your fatal four away? <laughs> No, I'm done. You want you want to say time to ring the bell in this episode? When do I do that? When like now would be would be great. Don't you usually have something you say before that though? Yeah, I did. I said that's all I got. And he started talking about Windy City. Well, I guess it's time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. I'm Dally. Thank you for listening to our episode of Jazz Fingers. Jazz Tommy Podcast. Peace.